0: Looking for the next big thing in gaming? Well, it's only a few clicks away at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. It's called Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer. All the dealers have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. Live Dealer is broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop. And as long as you're within the New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Tablet, phone, or desktop, wherever you are, you can enjoy the live dealer experience. Play Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer today, in real time, seven days a week, now from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Blackjack, roulette, baccarat, all live in real time on GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer, truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey only. Problem gambler? Call 1 800 GAMBLER.
1: Ladies and
2: gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards.
3: Today, the game is different. Want to gamble?
2: Gambling is a very
3: serious business. Is that clear?
4: Hi, everyone. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. And this is the show that many of you have been waiting a long time to hear. We are extremely fortunate to have Phil Hellmuth, perhaps the greatest poker player of all time. He certainly is the most accomplished when it comes to caches, when it comes to final tables, when it comes to World Series of Poker bracelets, and in just about every category you can measure, he is at the very top of the list, if not number one. We're going to talk to him about his new book, Poker Brat, and anything else that comes up. Stay tuned.
0: Join the best and the brightest of the esports industry at the Westgate Resort and Casino in Las Vegas on September 7th and 8th for the Casino Esports Conference brought to you by Fox Marketing. This two day hands on event will provide the most direct and informative connection for gaming establishments looking to incorporate the esports gamer world into their properties. The Casino Esports Conference will not only educate, but actually facilitate your casino's move into the esports industry. Panels include experts discussing wagering, mobile social gaming, the latest technology, and much, much more. Attendees can participate in free 30-minute pitch and match meetings with conference exhibitors or businesses on site during the two-day conference. You can even meet with esports tournament organizers to explore partnerships to run esports events at your casino or gaming property. So head on over to casinoesportsconf.com and register today to attend this exciting and unique look at the esports industry. The Casino Esports Conference, is September seventh and eighth, at the Westgate Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. It's one event you can't afford to miss. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. You've been hearing me talk about my pillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep, alleviate your sore neck and back, and the special deal you can get from my pillow through the show. Well, not only can you pick up the special deal for four MyPillows when you use promo code CARDS, but now you can get $100 off your purchase of the MyPillow mattress. Yeah, that's right, the MyPillow mattress. The MyPillow mattress comes with a 10-year warranty and a 120-day money-back guarantee. The MyPillow mattress is made up of three unique layers, providing you the comfort and support to fall asleep and stay asleep all night. It even has the luxurious DreamSoft cover, which is stain-resistant and stays cool all night. Just head on over to MyPillow.com, click on the MyPillow mattress link and enter promo code CARDS at checkout to get $100 off your order or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. That's MyPillow.com or call 1-800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with MyPillow.
4: Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table play on a pro caliber poker table pro caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market and with their table builder app customers can create a table to accommodate any game select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own and now you can get a free 600 count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro caliber poker table here's how Use offer code HOCRADIO. That's HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliber.com, or when ordering by phone at two four zero two five poker, two four zero two five poker. That's two four zero two five seven six five three seven. ProCaliber poker tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for.
2: You're listening to the House of Cards. It's not fun making the right play and getting the wrong result.
3: But you know what? That's poker.
4: Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You are listening to House of Cards. And as promised, we have... The man I think is commonly recognized as the greatest poker player of all time. His goal, I think he's achieved it. His name is Phil Hellmuth, and rather than babble on, I will get right to my questions for him, because you'd much rather hear from him than from me. Phil, are you there? I'm here. Terrific. Well, tell us first of all about your new book and why you decided to write it. It's called Poker Brat. It's an image I would think you'd be trying to erase in the mind of the public. Why title your new book Poker Brat?
3: Well, I mean, you know, that's what I've been known as. So I gave myself the nickname Poker Brad in, like, 1999. And uh, and along with my friend, Andy Glazer, who unfortunately lost. And, uh, and so, you know, it's kind of, unfortunately, it's very uh, apt. And so, yeah, and so I think the reason I came out with the book now, I really wanted to do it in 2010 and 11, um, and I... At that point, I was thinking, I'll write it, and then I'll rewrite another one, kind of have two autobiographies. People tell me that's a little too cocky, though. <laughs> um, well, so what? I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, so what? But anyway, I was convinced by some publishers to do it now. Um, and then behind that, uh, another reason I didn't want to delay any longer is basically I had 70,000 words of poker, Brad written in 10. 2010, so I I knew I needed around 30 or 40 more. Well, it turned out I needed 75,000 more, so it's 145,000 words. That is 415 pages. My hands still ache. I wrote those (laughs) 75,000 words and basically started December 1st and finished by middle of February. But just When you're writing, you write every single day and sometimes it's the morning, sometimes it's night, sometimes it's one in the morning and you play poker all day and Sit down and you're like, oh, let me write just a little bit. And the next thing you know, it's five or six in the morning. Right. It's a very laborious process. And it's a very, it's a process which, in general, you just keep doing day after day and it's fresh in your mind and then your mind helps you write, you know, and remember things. Um, right. Yeah, and so for me, you know, for me, the reason I wanted to make sure it was out now was because my next book is called Positivity. And I think that book can help millions of people. I think tens of millions of people. Uh, my Kind of How to Achieve Great Things in Life book. And I was just sick of delaying. I just wanted to make sure I got that book out there.
4: Right. The name-
3: so, Poker Rats Out, officially August 1st. And that's uh, a, it's a pretty good read, I, from what I understand. I've had a ton of compliments. I'm really excited. I mean, it's, put yourself out there as a writer. And, you know, play poker like the pros. Hit the New York Times bestseller list. My first book. I remember. And then I think... I think I've had some good, had some really, really great feedback. I think some of the Europeans are like, he shares too much of his life. You know, <laughs> too many personal details.
4: How many languages but are you having compelling. it? That's That's the real. How many languages are you having it translated into?
3: You, you just never know. The beginning. That's just how big it is. And, uh, and see how many other countries requested. I mean, in general, what happens is, and I understand this from play poker like the pros, and the other countries come to you. And they say, all right, we're going to give you, I don't know, $25,000 to do X books um, with your permission. And if we sell more than that, we'll pay you a royalty on top of it. This is what I understand happened. Harper Collins did my first book. so And I think Playbook Like the Pros was translated into three or four more languages. Mm -hmm. Maybe more. I'm not sure.
4: So I have a bunch of questions that are not related to the book specifically, but are related to you and being a poker player, and I'm wondering if you're ready for them. Fire. Okay. If you were to redesign your poker image, Phil, so it was not that of the poker brat, which, I mean, we talked about already, what do you want your image in the poker world and in the world at large to be?
3: Well, you know, nobody wants to be, nobody wants to, here's the problem, the clips that I'm, seen it on espn and there's been tens of millions of views on youtube of some of my clips and so it's just me kind of going off you know and and, but here's the thing during a normal day i never go off so it has to be a day that i'm playing poker um and it has to be a day that i'm playing meaningful poker so i play with my friends once a week and uh, in a high stakes game and occasionally i go off a little bit those are a little bit more muted because i love all these guys they're my best friends but even still, they get a great kick out of seeing me lose it, usually after they misplay a big hand and beat me for a lot of money. And and so that happens occasionally, maybe once a week for a few minutes. And then, you know, and other than that, my life is completely different than that. And so you have someone who I can safely say 1% of my time or less is spent acting like those clips. But... In my case, that 1% is recorded on ESPN, you know, or NBC, <laughs> and, you know, and they make damn sure they're there for that. Sure. And then that's what sets out to the world.
4: Sure, like John and
3: ronald tennis. So, correct. So imagine yourself, Ashley, find your worst 1% of the way you act, and then that's translated into YouTube videos all over the world. You'd, you'd have some explaining to do probably. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes, that's so, Right. right. So that's just that's kinda that's kinda the image and that's the way it's been and so you know, and then I think I knew that I'd be known as the bad boy of poker, but I also knew that by two thousand seven, two thousand eight everybody would figure out that I'm the good boy of poker. I'm the guy that's never cheated on his wife, I'm the guy that doesn't do drugs, I'm the guy that's not an alcoholic, not a big drinker, you know, I'm the one that's raised forty six million dollars for charities.
4: I appreciate that, and I want to get to some of the specifics. But before I do, we will be right back.
2: Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, but We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman, UGG. But did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs. And we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast? Do what thousands of satisfied HomeVestor customers have done. Call HomeVestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call HomeVestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866 I want UG.
5: Everybody is to leave here immediately. This cafe is closed until further notice. Clear the room at once. How can he close me up? On what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. <laughs>
4: welcome back listeners this is house of cards i'm ashley adams we're here with phil Helmuth. he's the author of a number of books most recently poker brad
3: it didn't now the public is not stupid and so you know i mean my friends have told me for 12 years 14 years phil more people ask me about you than me and any other player in poker they're confused by you and uh and I have a, a legion of people out there that are defending me and saying Phil's a really nice guy. And so it's slowly coming around. I think people are understanding, hey, this guy's not always like that. But I thought this would completely disappear, and yet hear the autobiography title is Poker Brad. So I just went with the flow. You know, that's how I'm known. Right. And that's fine. You Okay. Know? Um, but the people in the poker world – You start asking any of them, and I'll say, Phil's a lovely guy. We love hanging out with him. He's really nice to everybody. He respects everybody. But (laughs) you'll never see that watching my clips.
4: Well, I can say this, Phil. You may not remember. In fact, I'd be surprised if you did. But you and I actually met at Andy Glazer's funeral in Garden City, New York. And I remember the remarks that you made at that funeral and your interaction with his family. And it was touching and powerful and moving. And I have never forgotten that whenever I've heard people talking about uh, Phil Helmuth, the poker brat. But I, I have, um, I mean, I remember that. Very Andy Glazer was a
3: wonderful, was a wonderful human being who I met when I was studying Buddhism at Esalen. If you can believe that. Yes. And I'll never forget, you know, that everybody was supposed to be, you were you were naked when you were walking around the hot tub area. It's just a normal natural rule of excellent. Great spiritual place. And uh, and I remember meeting Andy and of course he wrote a he wrote a nice book too on poker strategy. Yeah, I miss him. But thank you for that, Ashley.
4: Yes. You've achieved about everything that anybody could want. You're the leader, you've got more Uh, bracelets 14 than any poker player probably will ever have. You The most caches in World Series events, 108, final tables uh, the most, everything the most. And you'd said in your autobiography that your goal was to be the greatest poker player of all time. Well, now you are. Do you have any other goals?
3: It's one thing to be the greatest poker player of all time at the moment. It's another thing to be the greatest poker of all time 100 years from now, 50 years from now. And so, you know, that's what drives me. I know I've got, listen, yeah, I have 124 caches, but Negranu just crashed, just cashed to his hundredth time and his hundredth and oneth time. He's up to 101 already. He's 10 years younger than me. So, you know, um, if we live the same amount of time, he'll for sure pass me because, you know, he's going to get on average five or six caches per year. So I've got him chasing me. I've got the great Phil Ivy sitting on you know, what is it, 10 bracelets, and I'm on 14, Uh, and so, you know, maybe even 11, and so I have to put those numbers up out of reach, I have to keep going and driving forward, and if I can get to, you know, 24, 30 bracelets, I think I'm pretty safe for the next 100 years, but you never know, great players come along.
4: (laughs) That's true, but you will never know that you're the greatest of all time forever, you'll only know whether you're the greatest poker player of all time. Now, is that really, though, where you're focused going forward, being an ever-greater poker player, or do you have other aspirations perhaps outside of the poker world?
3: Well, I'm sure that my autobiography, Poker Brett's going to inspire a lot of people. I struggled a lot in high school, and then I made something of myself. And I think a lot of your listeners uh, struggled a lot in high school. So it's very kind of, and I talk about the raw, real stuff, about how really hard it was in high school. I mean, I had warts on my hands and no friends and just was struggling. And, you know, and yet to kind of turn it around to have this status is great, there's a chapter in there about how I almost left my wife, uh, you know, two years ago and how she almost left me 15 years ago. And I think everybody's going to be able to relate to that because everybody has the same kind of struggles within their marriage. And so I think this book is going to help a lot of people, and that's why I'm looking forward to Positivity. And frankly, between you and I, I know that, you know, 50 million, there's at least a couple hundred million people that have watched me play poker. I've been on all the networks and all the global television for so long. And if I can inspire, I do inspire. I mean, when I watch, when I watch, uh, you know, Steph Curry do things people can't, other people can't do, I'm inspired. When I watch you know, when I watched Michael Jordan and the day do that, it was inspirational. You know, when you watch someone do something that you can't do, you know, um, Jordan Spieth, the way he pulled it together. Mm-hmm. These guys are inspirational. And I'm inspirational. I make folds that no one else could make. You right. know, that the great players can't make.
5: Right. And
3: so it's fun to watch. And I think people are entertained as they watch me make these great folds. So, you know, I'm I'm thinking that I can inspire a lot of people and that's why, you know, as far as life goes, yeah, I want to be the greatest poker player of all time. I wanna have four or five New York Times bestsellers. Um, I wanna continue to host television shows and I want, you know, I really want my book Positivity to sell five million copies and, and help a lot of people, you know. This is how I turned around. A struggling high school student. These are the tips and techniques that I used. You know. Um, yes. You know the, the concept of forgiveness and a three-step process and how to forgive your worst enemy. These are the kind of things that you know. You know, writing down a pyramid to success. You know, these are the kind of things that I'm that I share in Poker Brat. Uh, kind of tips and techniques that help me move towards positivity and thinking big. So I want to educate the world. I'm thinking big, and you know, and going for more no their lives.
4: I had a question for you from a listener who had just watched the World Series of Poker, Phil, and he noticed that uh, the Brit that was at the final table, John Hesp, uh, said that he thought that he wanted to make poker fun again. What do you think? Do you think that's important? And if so, how do you think we? can make poker more fun now that it's become largely a grinding game, I think, in many ways.
3: Well, I don't think it's largely a grinding game. I still think people have a lot of fun playing. I play a high cash game with people that my friends just can't wait to play. I think if you love poker you'll always love poker. But I think for those French players out there, you know, for those players that you know that played more in the past and a little bit less now, I think sometimes you're turned off by a certain type of person. Um, and I think that type of person is the is someone who stares you down every time you make a decision and waits 30 seconds and you feel like, <laughs> man, I'm just trying to play the game, you know, and it's not as much fun to watch. And Hesp is you know, laughing and joking and showing one card and showing two cards and showing no cards and has everybody high-fiving each other. It's infectious. And, uh, you know, to have someone who's 64 years old Who's never played in more than a hundred dollar buying tournament, who's who plays only once or twice a month in ten pound rebuy tournaments, <laughs> whose biggest cash ever is a thousand dollars, to have him there lighting it up dressed in a very, very kind of like cool, fun way, you know, was just brought a lot of fun into the World Series of poker and was just great to watch, and I think we had huge ratings. And uh, and I, I guarantee you that there's millions of people out there that are saying, wow, if he can do it, I can do it. And they're right. They can do it, but they have to get their hat in the arena. And so, yeah, he's great for the game. We will be right back.
0: Join the best and the brightest of the esports industry at the Westgate Resort and Casino in Las Vegas on September 7th and 8th for the Casino Esports Conference brought to you by Fox Marketing. This two day hands on event will provide the most direct and informative connection for gaming establishments looking to incorporate the esports gamer world into their properties. The Casino Esports Conference will not only educate, but actually facilitate your casino's move into the esports industry panels include experts discussing wagering mobile social gaming the latest technology and much much more attendees can participate in free 30-minute pitch and match meetings with conference exhibitors or businesses on site during the two-day conference you can even meet with esports tournament organizers to explore partnerships to run esports events at your casino or gaming property so head on over to CasinoEsportsConf.com and register today to attend this exciting and unique look at the esports industry the casino esports conference september 7th and 8th at the Westgate Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. It's one event you can't afford to miss.
5: Kanika, the German Shepherd that I rescued, was stinky, skinny, and scrawny, full of skin rashes and scratching, and I started feeding Kanika Dynavite, and he became such a happier, itch-free, stink-free dog that I dug deeper into the website. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com. What if, in addition to Dynavite, we do the raw beef and the egg diet and see what happens? Forget all these 50-pound bags, the formulated, extruded, processed cereal bits that cost a ton of money anyways. This dog's as close to a wolf as you can get. They're carnivores. With just the raw meat and the eggs and the Dynavite and Super Omega on top of it, it just balances out his body and his mind and his spirit. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> If you're thinking about rescuing a dog, you gotta start them out on Dinovite. D I N O V I T E dot com. 859 428 D I N O V I T E dot
1: com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamAndEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order.
0: The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. And don't forget to visit our website at com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. Looking for the next big thing in gaming? Well, it's only a few clicks away at Golden GoldenNuggetCasino.com. It's called Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer. All the dealers have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. Live Dealer is broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop. And as long as you're within the New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Tablet, phone, or desktop, wherever you are, you can enjoy the Live Dealer experience. Play Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer today in real time, seven days a week, now from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Blackjack, roulette, baccarat, all live in real time on GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nugget Online Live Dealer, truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey only, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave Weishuttle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of August 14th, 2017. Atlantic City has announced that it settled all remaining casino tax appeal cases filed by the city's resorts. These tax appeals range from the year 2014 to 2017 and include Bally's, Caesars, Golden Nugget, Harrah's, as well as all appeals filed by billionaire Carl Icahn. Under the agreement, the casinos will pay $120 million a year and can no longer appeal issues regarding property taxes. Doormen at the MGM Resorts International in Las Vegas have filed a grievance against the property because of Uber drivers. The doormen are claiming that the resort's relationship with the Uber drivers violates their union contract as well as costing them tips. At press time, the resort and the union are working to find a resolution to the situation. And finally, is Donald Trump planning to build casinos in Macau? According to public records, the Trump Organization has applied for four trademarks in Macau, one of which is for a casino. The other trademark applications cover restaurants, hotels, and real estate. Presently, there are no Trump branded business entities in Macau. I guess this must be his plan to make Macau great again. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams.
5: Now, I do some other stuff, but poker, that's the thing I do best.
4: Hello, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. This is Ashley Adams, your host. We're here with Phil Helmuth. He's the author of a number of books, most recently, Poker Brad. I'm just curious, do you Phil do you keep up with the poker literature and have you read any stuff that you really thought made a difference in the last few years in your game or are you really at the zenith of your game and don't rely on any any more learning formal learning about poker
3: it's interesting i uh, I really kind of feel like I feel like for me studying poker is different than so there's two branches of poker studying, right? And, and the number one branch has become super popular. It likes to criticize me until they actually run the math and see my results. But, but they always see me misplay hands in their opinion. And so there's a lot of criticism. I take a ton of criticism um, from the math guys. And so they've developed elegant theories that make a lot of sense for Hold'em. But, I mean, to me, Hold'em's an art form, To the greatest players on the planet, if you can't read people, you'll never be one of the greatest. So they've come up with elegant mathematical formulas that allow them to win tournaments just because they know when to put the chips in at the right time. They'll never have the results of someone like me. But uh, so some of the math stuff you have to pay attention to, yes, that that can help you out a little bit. But for me, I'm also, again, basing my decisions on I want to look someone in the eye. You know, and I want to say, do they have it or don't they have it? I'm not going to stare them down for 30 seconds every decision, you know, but once every hour I'm going to stare someone down kind of hard and try to figure out are they bluffing or not. And, and so, and so, you know, for me it seems like when my reads are on, I have amazing results. And then when they're off, then I have to, play more patiently, a little bit more, more mathematically.
4: Mm-hmm. Do you think that for that reason, sunglasses should be banned in uh, poker games?
3: I've always been kind of a supporter of sunglasses, but, you know, I had a deal with Oakley at the time, so, you know. <laughs> Great. Um, I mean, I mean you... it's, hard, it's, hard to, it's hard to allow millions of people to wear a product and tell them you can't use it anymore, and that's going to turn some people off. Right. So I think we just have to keep them.
4: What's your best game of poker? What
3: type? I mean, you know, I mean, I think no limit hold'em is is my best game. Um, and then I wonder if it's not a I had kind of a resurgence in limit hold'em this year. I mean, I'm the all-time leading bracelet winner in limit hold'em. I have three, but I haven't won one in a while. And this year I had a deep run where kind of bad luck got in my way, a lot of it. Um, or I might have had a real shot to win another bracelet and limit hold them. And, you know, I mean, I think I've been playing uh, um, that eight or better really well. Some of these games you just keep working on and improving and perfecting, you know?
4: Yeah. I wish I were perfecting my game a little bit better, but uh, I see other people perfecting their games. That's for sure. Um, I'm wondering about a couple of other things. You have two kids. If they... Chose the profession of being professional poker players. Do you encourage it? Do you discourage it? Do you stand aside and let them do whatever they want?
3: Well, you have to stand aside at the end of the day, especially in my kids are, you know, uh, basically my children are 27 and 23 right now. So, you know, uh, well, 26 and 23. And it's, uh, well, let's see, birthday was in July. <laughs> and so, you know, you have to, you have to, um, you have to step out of the way. Now, I think for them to, you know, if they're going to be professional poker players, um, then i probably help them a lot. And if they chose that path, I would encourage it. But I would always encourage them to do what I encourage everybody else to do who's young and come to tree and say, hey, listen, get your college degree or, you know, or some kind of profession that allows you to fall back. I had no fallback plan, you know, and uh, and I made it. But I saw a lot of people fall by the wayside. And so having a fallback plan makes sense to me.
4: But, you know, if you had a fallback plan, Phil, maybe you wouldn't have been driven as much as you were. And maybe that's one of the reasons you succeeded as extraordinarily as you did.
3: Yes, it's hard to measure exactly why a person has a specific drive, but I agree with you.
4: Yeah. Do you see any changes on the horizon for the poker world? I mean, pot limit Omaha is kind of coming up. Uh, Stud is receded. Uh, What do you see over the next 10, 20 years in the poker world?
3: Well, it could go go two ways, right? I mean, one thing is, uh, it seems like a lot of the poker players are enjoying tournaments that are a little shorter. We like time to work our chips, but, you know, it seems like the wind right now is to have a is to have, you know, uh, twenty-five thousand dollar buy, and fifty thousand dollar buy, and hundred thousand dollar buy, a day or two long, yep. you know, no more than two days, and so that's a real trend. And people like that; they like to get in and they like to get out, especially the amateurs, and the billionaires who come and play those, and and I think the pros too. We kind of appreciate. So it's a little bit more old school that way. Um, no one will ever change the main event. You have a great structure to take nine or ten days to play out. And, uh, and that was tremendous because you want to have that level of skill in that tournament. Um, so I think there's going to be a trend towards shorter tournaments. It's weird sometimes how you can have a thousand dollar buying tournament somewhere and a and hundred players and it takes two full days to play. And then you can have a hundred thousand dollar buying tournament and have a hundred players and it's over in a shorter time, you know, um, but you, you have to kind of like, Play to what the field wants, and I think the shorter is more of a trend.
4: Do you think there's going to be uh, an embrace of the shot clock, so to speak?
3: Well, I think you know, I think that it helped a lot that Daniel and I were shaming, and and Antonio Esfandiari were shaming someone that was taking a minute to make every decision, thirty seconds to make every decision, and that and you know, and that should be the case because it just becomes unwatchable, and then. Someone you know someone at e s p n is making tuner is making some of the viewers turn it off because they can't stand watching this guy wait for one minute, so that's bad for our game and and so I think there's been a huge trend towards people playing faster. I think the poker world understands that um and and there's a lot of people who are just getting bad feedback. What are you studying so long for? And so a lot of the top pros are like, "Come on, man, really and they just keep calling a clock. So what's happened is as a result of kind of self-policing, uh, people are playing faster and faster, and it's good. good. Um, there are going to be some times where a shot clock's going to be in play a lot, I'd say, in the future, and that's good for us too. But if you have a shot clock, then maybe some of the kids feel compelled to use all 30 seconds, which is ridiculous. So, you know, we, we, we're getting there with the time in respect to you know, how long it
5: takes for people to act
4: on their hand. Yeah. I noticed that this year's final table, they seemed to act much more quickly than, you know, the final tables I've watched in the past. Did you notice that as well, or is that just my imagination?
3: We did. And the interesting thing was Daniel and I were in the, in the back watching together. And, uh, you know, then we do our segments. And one thing we noticed is we were really mad that one guy was taking 16 seconds per hand. And so that's a big shift from everybody taking 16 seconds per hand and 60 seconds, you know. And so the fact that we were mad over that, when it's already increased, you know, three X tells me that you know that we're on the right track. And yeah. And so one guy, I mean, when someone raises and someone re-raises, and you have Queen Four offsuit, you should just fold that very quickly, you know. Right, Especially if right. you're never going to make a move. Especially if you're not staring at the other players and just staring straight forward. So there was one slow guy, but in his defense, he was a lot faster than, you know, than in years past. Right. We're getting better.
4: Uh, in a different vein, I'm wondering whom you see as the other great players, other than yourself. Who are the other great players around today? And if you could, would you avoid them or would you play with them for the challenge?
3: Good question. Um, you know, so an amazing player. Um, who just made it into the Poker Hall of Fame on his 40th birthday, of course, like Negroni did last here in his corner. So winning winning 40, you qualify for the Hall of Fame. And, and so those two players are really good. Uh, Daniel and I have a long history of playing together. Um, they, you know, I, I don't mind playing against Daniel. I actually want him at my table because, you know, because I have a pretty good read on him, number one. And number two, I may or may not get chips this there might be a closer situation, but he's going to be fun. He's going to be smiling. He's going to be entertaining. We're going to be joking. And so let's just say that Daniel and I are more chip neutral if we play together, or maybe I've gotten the best of him a little bit in the past. Whatever it is, um if we're close, he's still fun to play with and to have around. So Ivy, mean, I want to play heads up. And the reason why is he's been lucky about us in poker, we have people that hold over you. And it's this thing, we call it hold over. It uh-huh. just means that for some reason, whenever you have kings, they seem to have aces. I mean, you know, if you're like, we all witness it in poker, there's all someone that we kind of hold over for years, and there's someone that holds over us for years. So I've has been lucky against me. and I was joking with him on the phone, and I'm like, you know, my time's going to come where I start holding over you. And he's like, well said i just hope i'm a million and a half two million ahead before that starts happening <laughs> you know very pragmatic funny answer and uh you know and so you know Ivy is uh so i want to play myself just to get rid of the monkey just <laughs> just so before just so i can say okay that's enough you know yes no more of this
4: right do you ever have an opportunity to to play individually with him
3: I mean, like, for, for anyone I could play heads up, he wants to play for, you know, a million dollars every day or a lot of money every day, hundreds of thousands. And I'm happy to play for 10000 $20,000 every day. So it's probably not going to happen. Um, but I'd love to sit down and play No hold Hold'em with him for $10,000 and just see what happens. And so, you know, also I told a lot of the young, great players, some of the great players that, I, that are just really, really good, um, that I'd play them heads up because I want to see what's making them tick. Why are they good? Do they have reading abilities or is it just math? Um, I suspect it's more than math for some of these great young players. And so, so yeah, I'm ready to play a whole slew of these guys, but I usually want to play them for a little bit less than they want to play for. But that's okay. So, So, yes, I, I'm not afraid, but I'm not going out of my way to do that, you know.
4: I do know what you mean. What I'm also wondering is, in a way, if there were to be one guy today who would be the man, so to speak. We're going to take a break. We'll come back soon.
0: Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. You've been hearing me talk about MyPillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep, alleviate your sore neck and back, and the special deal you can get from MyPillow through the show. Well, not only can you pick up the special deal for four MyPillows when you use promo code CARDS, but now you can get $100 off your purchase of the MyPillow Mattress. Yeah, that's right, the MyPillow Mattress. The MyPillow Mattress comes with a 10-year warranty and a 120-day money-back guarantee. The MyPillow mattress is made up of three unique layers providing you the comfort and support to fall asleep and stay asleep all night. It even has the luxurious dream soft cover which is stain resistant and stays cool all night. Just head on over to MyPillow.com, click on the MyPillow mattress link, and enter promo code CARDS at checkout to get $100 off your order. Or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. That's MyPillow.com or call 1-800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and
4: family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table play on a pro caliber poker table pro caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market and with their table builder app customers can create a table to accommodate any game select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own and now you can get a free 600 count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro caliber poker table here's how Use offer code HOCRADIO. That's HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliber.com, or when ordering by phone at two four zero two five poker, two four zero two five poker. That's two four zero two five seven six five three seven. ProCaliber poker tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for.
0: This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams.
1: Card player, gambler, scumbler you'd like.
4: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. Surely you would be in that circle of people that would be considered the man. And I'm wondering if you get... Challenged by just rich guys everywhere, young guys that want to make a name for themselves to to matches. Do you? Does that happen to you? Like in the movies, like in the Cincinnati Kid, you know, Lancey Howard, and they wanted to play him. Yep. Does it happen? Do you go all over the world playing rich guys, or do they fly in to play with you?
3: Uh, they they will. Uh, well, especially what happens, like you said, a lot of the guys who consider themselves great, they want to play me. And so, you know, Antonio uh, Sandiari has been shouting me the heads up, heads up, heads up, heads up for a long time, and those shoots here you know, like that with a taser gun. Finally, I got sick of it, and I said, listen, Antonio, you're not even in my league. You know, he was kept pestering me in public forums, not private forums. I said, you're not even in my league, Antonio. I said, you need to... You know, if you want to challenge me, go in three more places and prove yourself worthy to challenge me. (laughs) And that shut him down. So he never, you know, he used to come to me all the time on NBC, CBS or ESPN and just kind of pull that card. And he knew that I'd, he knew that I'd back down. Uh, not because I, I didn't want to play him, but because like I do respect him and he's good. And, you know, why should I play him? You know, I mean, what's what's my incentive? You know, but and I said, hey, you know, if you beat me, it's a big story. But if I beat you, everybody expects it. Yeah. So right. I came back at him hard after a few
4: years. Sure. Uh, so if folks want to get the Poker Brat, where do they go? I mean, everybody knows Amazon. Is there another way, too, that they can get it, or they just go on Amazon and get
3: it? Well, I have a nice package deal at my site. So Good. It's going to be posted today or tomorrow dot com. Or pokerbrat.com, you can buy the book and you can get my uh, my book, Deal Me In, which has the story of uh, 16 of the other greatest poker players on the planet. Just short stories on how they got into the game, which is a great book. And that one we've reduced all the way to 10 bucks. And so I think the packages, I'll sign a book, we'll get you a Deal Me In. And a, so it's a Deal Me In, a signed copy of Poker Brat. And I lowered it to $50. I was going to do $100. Because such a pain in the ass to go to LA and sign a thousand books. <laughs> it really takes me. You know, I know what signing a thousand books looks like. That's you know, there's twenty in each box, so you have to open fifty boxes and sign. It, it takes literally eight hours.
4: Oh man, auto signer. Auto sign. I'm not making
3: any money from doing that. i not going to do auto sign then That's not my style. If I it,
4: you can have your. be
3: some freaking auto
4: sign. You can have somebody else sign. No, very good. I like not your honesty. I like your honesty. You fly to L.A. and sign the thousand books. 50 bucks is a great deal. And uh, what's next for you, Phil? What, what's your next port of call?
3: Well, I'm in, believe it or not, I'm in Truckee. So, Truckee, California. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I talk. I talk about I talk about in my book well, I don't know, you know, we thought it would be an adventure to get an Airbnb. I've never done that before. So we would at the house here for just a couple of days. And then uh and then for me I'm having a huge book signing party. Uh I'm having a book launch party August first, which is gonna be phenomenal and I have a lot of really cool people in the Bay Area. And then uh you know, and, and I guess while I'm up here we're gonna have like a my friends and I are going to start playing some high stakes poker for three or four days. They miss it now. I've been playing every day for two months, so I'd rather have a <laughs> few drinks of a cigar and golf.
4: Great, but,
3: great. Uh, one but last I'll play question. Because they're my best friend.
4: Yes, I got one last question. When they make the epic movie, the Phil Hellmuth story, and the producer and director say, "Phil, you can't play yourself. You have to get a movie star to play you." Who do you get?
3: Well. You asked that question. So, Hope brought the scripts of Hollywood in 2002. I was paid roughly $100,000 on that script already. And I had to make payments every uh, year for it. For every few months, every six months, I think it was. Initially, we had um, Hayden Christensen signed to play me. And, you know, of course, he uh, he uh, he was in the Star Wars movies. He played uh, yes. um, you know, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, that is. And so he was signed to, to do me. And then, and then we also, a long time ago, we had, um, believe it or not, we had, Ernst um, Kutcher was supposed to call me. Um, who else did we have signed? So you have to find somebody because the movie ends. The script in its current form ends when, when I'm 24 years old. So we needed someone who was a really good actor. And young. Um, yeah, and we can. In 07, we finally had it greenlit. It was great. The script was greenlit. It was going to be a, a real movie. And uh, we went to Hayden Christensen, and then he decided to shoot the movie Jumper instead. <laughs> oh, well. And uh, couldn't blame him. It was a pretty big production. And then it got shelved, and now it's 10 years later. So I know the movie's going to happen. They've wanted to do it on ESPN, and I've said no. I'm holding out for a big studio movie, even if it takes whatever, how many more years. And uh, you know, I'm not going to get rich off that, believe it or not. You're already um, rich. You um, don't have to rich get rich off brand. it.
4: That's right. You're already rich. I'm You're not right. going
3: <laughs> to get richer off of it. Right.
4: <laughs> Well, Phil, this was a real delight, and uh, again, congratulations on all of your success. It's well-earned. I know you to be the sincere, good guy that you are, and let's hope that the rest of the world knows it, if that's important to you, and I think Poker Brat is a good step in that direction. I really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, I think I think it does suck you in a little bit, because it's, it's completely open. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you very much.
4: Okay. Phil Helmuth perhaps the world's greatest poker player and the world's greatest poker player forever. Uh, Quite a tale. All right, that'll do it for House of Cards. Listeners, come back in a week. Until then, good day and good luck.